At the age of 26, my construction business was a half a million dollars in debt. As a business owner, you can get pushed around. The question I faced was, how would I crawl out from underneath the debt and grow my business? Now, the exciting part is, the business is a multi-million dollar business. Join me and follow along as I share with you the mindset and business strategies needed to grow any construction company. My name is Oliver Fernandez. Welcome to the Construction Game Podcast. To the construction game podcast super excited to be here with you today to talk about something I struggled with a lot in business when I first started and that was thinking that the team members and the employees that we brought into the organization were actually costing the organization money so this past week was Valentine's Day and the whole family uh, decided to do a little project with our uh, four-year-old daughter and that project included bringing some tasty strawberries to her class. And we didn't want to just bring any regular old strawberries, so we wanted to bring uh, yogurt dipped strawberries. We couldn't do the chocolate ones because you know they're not allowed to eat chocolate in class, so we brought yogurt dipped strawberries. And the cool part about it was we added food coloring to the yogurt so that the strawberries were like pink and yellow and green and red. And uh, she loved them. She brought them to school, was so proud. And it was a really cool moment for the family. So thinking through this employees costing the business money thought process and how it held the organization back for such a long time is like so mind boggling now because it's like, I think through how much money we left on the table because we had that thought process. And one of the reasons we had that thought process and why we were thinking that is because as an organization and me as the leader of the organization, I was not able to paint a big enough picture for team members to come into the organization and win. So what I mean by that is uh, one of my mentors always talks about, uh, you know, crappy business owners will never attract good team members. And the reason why he says that is because people that are good and they, they, they are high performers and they're, they're, they're disciplined, they're accountable, they're results oriented, they're all of our McKinsey's core values. Those people are, are working towards a goal and a target. They're, they're working and, and moving things forward. They're, they, they, ha they have things going on for them. And for that person to stop doing what they're doing and come and be interested in what you're doing, you have to be able to paint a big enough picture where they can see themselves in the result that you're trying to go after. And, you know, in the beginning, you know, we just were not that type of organization. You know, we, we, we didn't communicate that great. We were, we were, we were doing a lot of stuff, but there was a lot of room for improvement. And, and, you know, thinking through that now and like looking back and like thinking back about the first really big hire that we made that like really just came in and we were able to, you know, bring him in the organization and really take things off of my plate and put it on his plate. It was our, our director of finance. Um, and, and prior to that, you know, it was like, you know, we, you know, it was, it was just how much can Oliver do, right? It was, it was, 
we had people in the field that were executing and running and managing and coordinating with the subcontractors. But outside of that, it was, it, you know, when it came to the office side, it was Oliver was doing the QuickBooks, Oliver was doing the invoices, Oliver was doing the submittals, the RFIs, Oliver was doing the data entry for QuickBooks. It was just like everything, all of, from the office standpoint, Oliver was doing the certified payrolls, every, every anything you can imagine from the office, it was being done. And then, you know, look at my, when you really looked at my life, it's like, what was going on in my life? I was literally working 20 hours a day. You know, I wake up at four o'clock and then, and then go till 12 o'clock. And like, yeah, I would do a couple things in there that would take care of myself, like go to the gym. But for the most part, it was like a 20 hour day of, of, of pushing things forward and, 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 and making things happen. And it literally felt like I was in a stick shift car, right? And you're, you're in first gear and then you, you, you push the gas down and you're, you're going and you're, you've kind of le you lurched forward in first gear, right? But as soon as you take your foot off the gas, the engine like slows you back down to like, you know, basically going like very slow. So like, yes, when I was in the organization pushing it forward and going and going and going, yeah, the thing was moving forward. But as soon as I took my foot off the gas, it was like, come back at me and it would just, the organization would just slow down. It was like a vortex. It would just go and, and nothing was going on. And, uh, you know, as, as I think through that, it's like my, my thought process of that, the thinking that team members that I was bringing on the organization were going to cost me money. Well, it was because I, I wasn't bringing on high performing team members, right? I wasn't bringing on high performing team members like the director of finance that I could take things off of my plate. Like, hey, dude, let's start off. Like, I know you're coming from a billion dollar company. That's great. But like, we're gonna start off from the basics and you're gonna have to take over surf, uh, uh, all the QuickBooks data entry. So he took over the QuickBooks data entry and then he took over the invoicing and they took over, you know, handling all the accounts payable and accounts receivable. And then all of a sudden, all of that Free, that freed me up to now focus strictly on, on projects and going after projects. And, 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 and first I had to be able to paint a big enough picture about where we were going to be able to attract that person to the team. So if you're thinking that, yeah, employees are costing you money or team members are costing you money, you need to get high performing team members. High performing team members don't cost you money. High performing team members can actually take things off your plate, which then gives you your time back, not to go play around and have fun and do all kinds of crazy stuff, but to actually continue to pressing on the business and, and, and moving the business in the right direction. The number two reason why most construction business owners think employees cost them money is because they don't have enough work. So they bring on a new team member and they're like, hey, I need you to go run this job. And the job is a, you know, one month, two month, whatever, three month job. And then once that job is done, it's like, okay, well, I'm still paying you for the rest of the year because I don't have enough work. Well, is that really that team member's problem or is it my problem as the business owner? It's my problem as a business owner because I need to put my foot on the gas on the selling of these projects and continue to have these projects going in. So I need to organize my business strategically so that I have flow coming into the business. We're constantly putting out estimates. We're constantly bidding on projects. We're constantly taking activity to keep flow coming into the business. Why? Because that thought process of thinking that a employee's gonna cost you money won't be there if you constantly have that employee or that team member going out there into the marketplace and, and executing on work, driving revenue and driving profit for the organization. So that, 
don't don't take your foot off the gas. And I remind myself, don't take my foot off the gas. And I, I was actually underestimating our targets for this year. I was saying it was 800 million, but my, my estimator came back to me and said, hey, Oliver, man, the high target's really a billion. It's like $935 million, but I'm gonna round it up and just say it's a billion. Uh, so we're going after a billion dollars of projects this, this year. Why? So we can totally obliterate that, that thought process that employees cost us money. Because no, they don't cost us money. If we keep the work in front of them and keep the, the projects in front of them to be executed on, they are not gonna cost money. They are gonna help the organization make money and build together, right? So that's a, we gotta throw that one away. Number three, the reason why we think employees cost us money is because we don't train them properly, right? We bring them in the organization and we're like, hey, you know, just go over there and do that. And you give them no instruction, you just tell them what to do and, and then there's, there's, there's problems. And next thing you know, there, there's, there, a project wasn't executed on properly or there wasn't submittals weren't were, weren't submitted properly so therefore when it was time to, to receive the equipment we didn't have the equipment so then when it's time to to schedule our subcontractors to the, to the project they they weren't they weren't they weren't there because there was no approvals and all that stuff so because we just brought somebody on and, and just threw something at them and didn't train them properly we now created a, a problem in the organization that yes is costing us money however if we bring that person into the organization and train them properly through a framework the framework that we use and i'm not taking words out of my mentor's mouth but it's it, he, he's the one that taught me and it's it's tell me we tell the team member what to do first like hey we're going to be submitting submittals for this project, we're gonna first get them from the subcontractor, we're gonna review them against the plants and specs, and then we're gonna submit them to, to the government. We tell them what to do. Then we show them what to do. Hey, this is exactly what we do. Like, hey, we shoot this email out to the customer or, or to the subcontractor. Once they send back the submittals, then we then we we, we plug them into uh, this format. There's a submittal cover sheet, and then we review them against the specs, and then we we, we package it up like th like this, and we we then submit it to the customer, and we send this email specifically to the customer. And the way we've been doing that 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 tell me is like we we literally go down and we tell them, and then we we show them right. We show them how to do it, but then we also have video. We record that right so that they can go back to it and watch that so that it's not like oh I remember he said something like kind of like this or kind of like that or or team member uh said this and 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 I can't really remember no like they can go back to that video and it, it's so cool when like you get it but it's even cooler when you tell teach team members how to do it and all of a sudden they slow down their brain because that's really what it is it's like if you just slow sometimes you got to slow down to speed up so this this recording your screen after you tell them and now you're showing them and, and showing and, and recording that process of showing your team members, it now gives you an asset for the next person that comes on. It's like, hey, now we can just, I can tell you, we can go through tell you and then sh and basically say, hey, go watch this video. And if you have any questions, let me know, right? So we go through the t show me, then we tell me, and then we let them, right? Now, now you go and package the submittal. Now, don't send it to the customer yet. Send it to me, let me review it, right? Uh, so I'm gonna let you do it. And then once you send it to me, what are we gonna do? We're gonna, I'm gonna coach you. I'm gonna coach you, right? And that, that's a huge thing because it's like, hey, you know, hey, you missed this thing here. Did you, I want you to go back and review that video and rewatch this, this segment because I, you missed something here. 
and let that person go back and find what they miss so that they can they can be coached and get improved and then like hey if if they 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 don't improve then like that's there's that's something that doesn't have to do with me like if they they start they they have the ability to improve then it's like yeah this person this is someone that we can grow with this is someone that's not going to cost the organization money but actually help the organization to make money all right so first we got to build a big vision right why do we build a big vision because we need to be able to attract high performing team members that have things going on in their life to actually be interested in what we're doing number two we need to uh, we need to first have work for for our team, right? Like our our team can cost us money if we're not keeping our foot on the gas pedal. And I've just rewired my brain to keep my foot on the gas pedal. And and the way we do it in the construction business is by we have to be bidding and estimating projects. And we have a whole team. That's all we do. And we know what our close ratio is. And we just keep hitting it. And we keep hitting it. We don't get disappointed when we miss one. We don't get disappointed when we miss the other one. But we keep putting them out there and putting them out there. And next thing you know, we start. They, they start calling. They start asking us questions. They start following up with us. And we follow up with them. And next thing you know, we start one of those projects. And then the third thing is when you're when you're bringing on a new team member, like you're actually giving them. Uh, aligning them to the business. You're not just like saying, hey, go over there and do this, or hey, go over there and do that. You're giving them the McKinsey way, your way, you know? You're bringing them on and into a, a organized fashion, right? What, through a specific process. You tell them what to do. You, you, uh, you show them what to do. You let them do it, and then you coach them on it. And then once you're done coaching, and now all of a sudden they they can hang, you know, they can send out the emails, they can do the thing, and that now all of a sudden you you've gained capacity in the organization. So employees do not cost us money. They actually help the organization grow. They actually help the organization develop, build, and they bring the energy to move the organization forward. And that's why I love my team members. If you got value from this, go ahead and smash that like button and subscribe. Let's roll.